0: To make right, it's how a superhero learns to fly.
1: Hey there, beautiful souls, and a very warm welcome to Food for Thought. I'm Mickey Ruthman, life and business transformation coach, speaker, and author. And if you are new to this podcast channel, a very, very warm welcome to you. I do hope you can enjoy this episode today. Because in today's episode, I am diving into a question that I probably get asked the most as a life transformation coach and speaker, and that I actually got asked about three times just in the last week, which was what made me decide to cover this topic on today's episode. And that is the question, how do I live a happy life, which translates usually to How do I live my best life possible? Now, so often people will say to me that, you know, all I want, Mickey, is to feel like I'm living a life of purpose. And at the end of my life, I really want to be able to look back and say that I have fulfilled my journey here. I've done what I came to do. I tried to be the best human I can possibly be to really live life as best as I could and really to walk out my purpose on this earth. And, you know, for me, like I said, that equates to living your best life possible. And I myself have committed my life's journey to discovering exactly how to do that. What are the best ways for us to achieve our best life possible? And, you know, I actually told someone not too long ago, someone sent me a poem, um, I think it's called the dash. I'm speaking under correction now, but it was all about, you know, on your your memorial stone that they put on your grave, there's usually your birth dates, and then there's a dash, and then there's the day that you passed on. And that dash sort of represents your time that you were spending here on earth in this poem. And I remember in that moment thinking that I don't even want a dash on my gravestone one day. I want my date of birth and the in-between has to say, lived her best life possible and then only the date that I passed on. And it really is not just a passion of mine. My, my own personal journey has really been a seeking of finding exactly that. And up until about two or three years ago, I thought I knew what it was about, but I actually had no idea. And I'm going to give you a little bit of background before I jump into the steps I want to give you on today's episode. The three steps to living your best life possible is what I'll be sharing with you on today's episode. So if that is you, if you are ready to live your best life possible, then do stay tuned because that is what I'm going to share with you shortly on today's episode. But just to give you an idea of my journey up to now and what my life was like before I discovered What these three things are and exactly how to live my best life possible is, you know, my entire life story looking back now, my journey really consisted of a whole lot of experiences that a lot of the times felt like I was stuck in a pattern. It it felt like a Groundhog Day experience. I don't know if you remember the movie Groundhog Day. But if you haven't seen it, it's about a guy who literally he wakes up every day on exactly the same day. It's Groundhog Day and um, he just has the same experience over and over and over again. And it really started feeling to me like my life was like a Groundhog Day experience because I kept having exactly the same experiences just in different ways and with different people. And how these experiences used to look is I would very often have experiences where I was done in, treated unfairly, mistreated, undervalued, um, not taken into account, not respected, um, really just having experiences that, A, did not feel very good, made me feel horrible, but also very often sent me into sort of feeling like a victim, all right? And actually, if I remember correctly, I really went into a headspace of, I hate human beings, like I couldn't stand them, I thought they were the most horrible things on this earth, which really created a lot of resistance inside of me because as far back as I can remember on my journey from a very, very young age, um, I think I subconsciously knew that my journey was one of a teacher and a healer because from a very young age, that was sort of my role in my life story was I would be the person that people would always come to for advice, for help, when they needed guidance, when they just needed someone to talk to who would understand. And most of the time, after they speak to me, they would then heal or transform whatever was going on in their lives. And off they would go and live a fantastic and happy life from there. And, you know, knowing that from a young age, And then having experiences that really put me at odds with who I was at the core of myself as a person. Someone who really cared about people, who had a lot of love to give, who really had a desire and a passion and a heart to want to help other people, but at the same time couldn't stand human beings because I thought that they were just absolutely horrible. Because every experience I had had up to then was a matter of and, and you might relate to this if this has ever happened to you it was really an experience of that i was always there for everyone else and i was always helping people through their stuff and watching them heal and grow and reach success and um, and be happy and meet their life partners um, and get over their shit and all of that stuff but it never happened for me and whenever i was going through something Nobody was around to help or guide me through it, and a lot of the times, for instance, some of the people that I would help would then disappear out of my life because they no longer needed me, so I didn't feel like I was valued because, you know, when they needed you, they were there, but the moment they didn't need you anymore, they would disappear, and like I just said, that really put me at odds with myself because my whole external experience was that people are horrible. And that all they do is hurt and harm and use and, uh, you know, abuse you and and treat you unfairly or undervalue you versus who I was innately as a human being, as a person um, living on this earth, which is someone who had a heart to help other people. So you can imagine sort of the inner conflict that that created. And it really did create me becoming someone at a stage in my life that hardened my heart. I did not let people in. I refused to help anyone or be there for anyone and even that felt extremely out of alignment for me to do because that wasn't at the core who I was authentically as Mickey Ruthman, the person, and what I was purposed to do while I'm here. So if you can relate to that. I'm sure you have been through some of those experiences as well. But as I said, like I had many of those experiences that were almost on repeat in my life. It would really just show up in different ways, shapes, and forms and with different people. But it was, it came down to exactly the same thing. So you can imagine how frustrating that becomes if you're really trying to live your life as a good person and all you're experiencing all the time is people who are not treating you accordingly. I mean, we're brought up that what you sow, you will reap. And I was definitely not reaping what I felt I was sowing. And you're going to learn in today's episode as well that we take reaping and sowing very very literally. It really is more a matter of it's not necessarily what you do yes that plays a role too. What you sow unto others you will also reap. But It has a lot to do with our beliefs, what we're sowing in terms of what we believe and how we treat ourselves and also how we feel about ourselves, which comes from the beliefs. But we'll dive into that just now when we look at the three steps to living your best life possible. But the last experience that I had really came down to and this was about, um, let me think. It was probably about three to four years ago. But I was once again having another experience where I was in a situation where I was doing more than was expected of me, really giving my all, really having a heart to help people and serve them and you know better their lives. And I landed myself in a business deal that was not really above board. And the other people's hearts weren't exactly the same. And I ended up losing literally nearly everything that I'd worked for my entire life. And firstly, I felt that I didn't deserve that because I am a good person and I'm trying to do a good thing. So I didn't deserve that happening to me. And secondly, I also felt that, you know, it's unfair because these people are just carrying on with their lives. Their lives are prospering, or so it appeared, and um, mine is falling apart so you can imagine sort of internally how that was feeling and sitting with me and what happens in the mind guys is our mind is designed to whatever we believe and perceive in our experience it is designed to now bring you more evidence of that so what had happened is I remember that day so clearly I sat and I was having a total and absolute and utter pity party I felt really sorry for myself, I was going through all of the details of the story, everything that happened, really questioning everything, questioning human beings, questioning my journey and my heart to want to help people and if it's worthwhile being a good person at all and what the mind did in that that instant is of course it brought up more evidence of the same thing so it literally went into a thought pattern of reminding me of every single other time in my life that I had been treated unfairly. Done in, backstabbed, used, abused, uh, not treated according to my value, not respected, um, not taken into account, all of those things. It was bringing up all of these experiences to bring up more evidence of what I was busy thinking and believing. And, you know, definitely divine guidance was working with me that day because I was pretty sick and tired of that pattern by then. I was literally like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe. This has happened to me again, irrespective of the fact that I'm trying to live as a good person. Um, And like I said, I was questioning everything. But I remember in that moment sort of just looking at all of the details of the story and thinking about all of that. And the next moment, a thought popped up in my head that I, to this day, know was not my thought. That really was divine internal guidance that was saying to me, "Okay, you've asked that you want to change this. This is now the catalyst. This is now how it's going to happen. And here's the question that popped up in my mind. And it quite startled me because I wasn't expecting that. But the question that popped up in my head was Who was the only constant in every single one of those past experiences and previous times that this has happened? And I promise you, the answer that came to me didn't feel very good. But It resonated with me in the sense that it was really an aha moment because it's not something that I'd previously thought about, explored, or even entertained up until that point. And here's the thing. The answer was that the only constant in every single one of those previous situations was me. I'm the only person that was involved in every single one of those experiences because it was different people involved every time in a different way that it happened every time. And I still remember sort of, although it was a big aha moment for me, and I was quite startled by the question and the answer that popped up in my mind, I kind of had a bit of a, I had some resistance to it is the best way to say it, but I kind of still had a bit of a bad attitude about it. And I was like, okay, well then fine, you know, if other people aren't the problem, then maybe I'm the problem. So let's explore that for a change, you know, but I wasn't really saying that with a very good attitude. I was quite snotty about it actually. But looking back now, it was probably the best decision I could have ever made for myself, for my life, for my future, for the kind of life I wanted to live. And for that thing to start transforming and changing was for me to make the decision to stop focusing on everybody else and what they were doing in the external and the circumstances and all of that, and turn inward to find the answers and the change and the transformation that I was truly seeking. So, I don't know if that was a aha moment for you as well, but go and have a look at those past experiences. That thing that's happening on repeat, it feels to you like it's just the same thing happening over and over and over again. It feels like a pattern you're stuck in that's never going to change or that you're powerless to ever change. It almost feels like this is probably my life's journey. I am just meant to be unhappy, mistreated, all of the stuff that usually goes through our head when we're stuck in those types of patterns. But... It really is a matter of asking yourself the question and being honest with yourself to say, I am the only constant that has been involved in every single one of those past experiences. So on that note, what I want to tell you is the following. For positive transformation to take place, we need to really, when we're doing this and when we ask ourselves that question and then turn inward to investigate ourselves, is We really need to have compassion with ourselves and grace with ourselves on that journey because positive transformation cannot happen when you are upset with yourself or you hate yourself for the way you've been doing things or you wish you had done things differently because here's the thing, every single one of us, every human being on this earth have done the best that we could at any given moment with what we knew back then. I cannot hold myself at fault for how I acted, reacted and experienced and thought and felt in every single one of those past experiences because I wasn't living consciously awake and consciously aware or self-aware and I didn't have any of the tools that I have today to be able to do that. So I was literally doing the best I could with what I knew back then and so did you. So it really is important to have grace and understanding and love and compassion for yourself when you undertake this journey and look at these three steps that I'm about to give you to really begin to not just transform your life but to begin to live your best life possible and what does that look like what does your best life possible look like And here's the thing, like, if I had to put it in a box and say, what is the best life possible that we could live? I would basically tell you that the way I view it is that every single one of us as people, as human beings, we actually all have exactly the same needs and the same desires. All of us just want to feel like we have a purpose, that we're living in purpose, all right? Like our life matters and that we matter. We want to feel supported, we want to feel loved, we just want to be happy, we just want to have inner peace and not fear and anxiety and stress. So all of us really actually want exactly the same thing and that is whatever that is for you, what that looks like for you, the desires in your heart that feels to you like I just want to fill in the blank, be happy, be successful, be whatever it is that comes up for you, it's usually a long list of stuff that you want but all of us want that in just different degrees or we call it different things but we all want exactly the same thing we just want to live a life that we absolutely love and enjoy and feel has meaning so for me that is living our best life possible in other words it's a life that we're satisfied with that we're enjoying that we feel is worth living Right. Not because someone else said so, but because you're actually experiencing that. Okay, there's a big difference. We all know there's a big difference between somebody else telling you you're worth it and you actually feeling it. So it's the same thing with really living your best life possible versus somebody else telling you you deserve to live your best life possible. So that's what I want to help you with today is I want to give you three steps to really get onto the path of living your best life possible. Possible. So here we go. Do grab a pen and a piece of paper. You're going to want to take some notes. I'm going to give you some real practical action steps that you can take towards this today on this episode. So, what I'd like you to do before I get started is in your mind, I just want you for the purposes of today's episode, you can go and apply these steps to other areas of your life at a later stage. But just for today's episode, I want you in your mind quickly to decide. What area of your life it is you want to work with right now? In other words, which area of your life is currently either not looking the way that you would like it to look, all right, or that you would, if you could, most want to transform right now? And it usually is the one that immediately popped into your head. We usually know exactly which area of our life that is. It's either relationships or it's finances or it's uh, friendships, it's happiness, it's, it's any of those, or success, any of those. But whatever popped into your head first is usually the one that you are ready to work with straight away. So write that down for yourself right now, which area of your life you want to work with today and that you want to transform and apply these steps to. Right, so step number one is that area of your life currently is not working out for one reason and one reason only, okay? Okay. And that is because you have forgotten who you are in that particular area of your life. So what does that look like? What do I mean by you've forgotten who you are? So step one, by the way, is you need to remember who you are. So I quickly wanna just say something to you and I want you to close your eyes for a moment and really feel how this lands resonates within you because the first time I heard this, it literally caused a massive shift and a transformation in my perspective and in my life in general because inside of me this resonated and I knew that I was hearing truth. So for a second, just close your eyes wherever you're sitting, except if you're driving, then come back to this at a later stage. But just hear these words and feel how this lands and resonates within you. Here we go. You are not a human being trying to have a spiritual experience here on earth. You are a powerful spiritual being who is having a human experience here on Earth. You say it one more time: You are not a limited human being trying to have a spiritual experience here on Earth. You are, in fact, a powerful spiritual being who is having a human experience here on Earth. So you're welcome to open your eyes again. Now, when I heard this the first time, it really landed in me because, you know, our lives around us and the things we're experiencing and the way we're brought up really revolves around us having to try and make stuff happen, having to be in control. If I don't do it, it will never happen. If I don't work, work, work and do, 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 I won't achieve, achieve, achieve and have, have, have the stuff that I want. Um, For me to be able to have the life I want, I need to hustle, I need to do certain things, I need to make it happen, is what the whole world is telling us and how we're brought up. And I'm not saying that action isn't involved. What I am saying is that is not the truth. And that is why I'm saying you've forgotten who you are in that area of your life, so for the purposes of today's episode, let's use finances as an example. Okay, So let's say the area that you decided to work with today is your financial life. That's the one you want to transform. That's the one where you want to live your best life possible in and really start experiencing that from a good place. I need you to look at that, that area of your life and really witness for yourself. Close your eyes for a moment and just see how you are currently showing up and manifesting in that area of your life how are you viewing it what are you thinking about it what are the actions you are taking how are you experiencing it are you experiencing it and manifesting and showing up at present as this limited little human being who's got to try and make stuff happen and control the situation and in some cases do miracles for it to, to change and that is what's making you feel powerless because you might not have the means or the way or the, the whatever you need to do that. So where have you been looking at that situation from the perspective of, I am this limited little human being who's got to try and make this happen or change myself, okay? Because the changing perspective and remembering who you are in this area of your life sounds like this. Who you are is not a limited human being who's out here on this earth trying to have some other spiritual connection or spiritual experience, you're actually a powerful spiritual being who's having a human experience. Okay, so what that looks like in the area of finance, for instance, is you are not a limited little human being who's going to try and make stuff happen yourself and make a plan and try and figure it out and strategize and hustle and everything else that we've always been doing to try and uh, reach our goal or change a situation. But you're a powerful spiritual being who has the ability to attract to you the things that you desire and want. And you are living in a self-sustaining universe. And what I mean by self-sustaining universe, guys, is you're a part of this universe. This vast cosmos that we're living in is the universe. And you are an element, a part of this universe. So what I always teach my clients as well is, you know, if what applies to nature, for instance, in this universe, applies to things like birds and trees and plants and, and those types of things, then why then would it not apply to me as a person who is also a part of this universe and to you as a person who is a part of this universe? And this universe is showing us, it's modeling to us with everything else we're seeing in it, that it is self-sustainable. It sustains itself. I have yet to see a lion walking in nature freaking out all stressed out about where his next meal is going to come from. And I have yet to see a bird that's having an absolute meltdown because there's a storm coming and how is it meant to survive and where must it find shelter? You know, they they don't have the reasoning mind who's always trying to reason stuff out. They're connected to this universe. They have trust in it and they know that it is self-sustainable. It is sustaining them. The food is provided the shelter is provided Um, you know if you look at the sun i don't have to tell the sun to come up i don't have to tell the moon to come out when it's time it just everything sustains itself and all of that stuff is making sure that everything else is sustained here on earth so why not would that then also be applicable to us as human beings and It is, that's the thing, it is. You're not this limited little human being who's gonna try and make stuff happen on your own. You're a powerful spiritual being who's having a human experience here on earth, okay, in a limited human body. But if you can just remember who you are, that you're a powerful spiritual being who's living in this massive self-sustaining machine, who is there to provide you with everything that you need, that's when you can stop worrying about the how and stop trying to figure out the how because you will remember who you are okay so i hope this solidifies for you and helps you understand why i say that step number one is you've got to remember who you are so again take a moment just write this down for yourself on your notepad where and how have you currently in that area of your life been showing up manifesting and experiencing that thing and perceiving and viewing that area of your life or that that problem, we usually see it as a problem, from the perspective of I'm a limited little human being who's got to try and find some other way to make this work or fix this myself versus changing that perspective to realize once again that you're a powerful spiritual being who has all of the support you need, all of the resources that you need, and that you do not even need to figure out or try to figure out the how because the self-sustaining universe that you're living in knows exactly how to get the stuff you need and wants to you. Okay, It's already got the divine solutions. We just need to ask for them. Okay, So that is step number one. You need to remember who you are in that area of your life or as a whole in your life as well. Okay, So here's step number two. Step number two is you need to stop looking externally and turn inward. So how that looks, guys, is we're preconditioned to always focus externally, which means we're focusing on the details of the story, the circumstances, what someone said or did, what's happening, um, what's the feedback, the external feedback I'm getting, like Is someone yelling at me? Is someone unhappy about this? How do they feel about it? How are they acting and reacting? So we're very focused on the external. And here's the thing, guys. When we're focused on the external, we are not focused internally where we're self-aware of what is busy going on inside of me, which means we cannot identify what needs to change, what needs to heal, so that we can grow, so that we can have a massive shift in this area of our lives or for this experience to help me to grow, shift, evolve and really move into a, sort of a higher frequency or a better experience. So you cannot be focused on two things at the same time. You can either focus externally or internally. And I want to explain to you why it's worthwhile turning inward and not focusing on the external Okay. Besides the fact that it's going to feel a heck of a lot better, because when we look externally, we freak out because we don't know how we're going to fix this, Okay, and it looks very real to us. But here's what I want you to do when you focus inward, is the very first thing I want you to ask yourself is, what am I busy focusing on? In other words, am I focusing on what I do want, or am I focusing on what I don't want? Because here's the thing what we focus on is what we're putting energy behind and what we are creating in our reality, in our experience, what shows up in our external world. And how that works, guys, is whatever we are thinking is causing an emotion. Our thoughts cause emotions and our emotions are vibrational energies. They can actually be measured. It is a vibrational energy that emotion or that feeling that you're having because of a certain thought. So here's the thing, is in this universe we're living in, every single thing around us, including us as people, are energy, okay? And we literally attract the things into our lives that we want or that we have in our lives through energy. And the same energy can only attract more of the same In other words, if I am vibrating, if I'm having a thought, very negative thoughts, for instance, or I'm in fear and worry and anxiety, that's very low vibrational energy or emotions going on inside of me. And because that is the energy, the low vibrational energy that I am vibrating at, I attract more stress, anxiety, fear, and those types of experiences to me. So you can only become aware of that When you are turning inward and asking yourself these questions, in other words, if you are focusing on what you don't want, so we're using the example of finances for the purposes of today's episode, so let me use finances here again, is if you're consistently focusing on what you don't want anymore, in other words, the debt, the phone calls you're getting about the debt. The fact that the bank just said no to a loan. The fact that you can't find more clients. The fact that the fact that all the external stuff, okay? In other words, you're focusing on all the stuff you don't want more of. You don't want more debt. You don't want more worries. You don't want more people upset with you about money. Um, you don't want more stress. You, you actually want more clients and more ease and more freedom and for this to now change or transform. But it can't transform as long as you're focused on what you don't want because you're creating exactly what you're focusing on. So instead of focusing on the debt, a lot of people, for instance, say things like, I just want to be debt free. There your focus is on the debts. So what is it that you do want? Focus on that because what you really do want is what? Financial freedom. That's actually what you're after. Financial freedom and complete inner peace and security when it comes to finances and money, right? So when you're focusing on what you do want, that is only when you will start attracting more of those experiences into your life because that is what you're putting energy and focus behind And that is what has to happen. You're vibrating at that energy. You're looking at how I want to feel and what I do want. And then then you'll start attracting that into your life. So that's why it's really important to stop focusing externally and turn inward. In other words, look at, I always tell people, look at two things. The first being, when you turn internally, is how is this experience making me feel? Because that's a massive alarm bell to tell you if you are on the right path, you're creating what you do want or what you don't want. Because... If how you're experiencing, how you're feeling internally in that moment or in that experience that you're having because of the circumstances or the external stuff that's going on is not a good feeling, that means that A, you've forgotten who you are in that instance or in that situation, okay, or that area in this experience, and B, that yucky feeling the not feeling good inside of you is a low vibrational energy which means you're then attracting more of those low vibrational things to you so that's a very good indicator is to ask yourself how am i feeling because if what you're feeling doesn't feel good it's got some resistance around it then you are not on the right path then you need to investigate you need to flip it around look at where i've forgotten who i am okay And where am I focusing on what I don't want instead of what I do want or focusing externally right now instead of focusing internally. So again, I want you to have a look at that area of your life you decided you want to work with today and ask yourself, what have you been focusing on? Where have you been focusing on the external up to now? Okay, which doesn't feel so good on the inside. It creates anxiety, it creates fear, creates stress. It creates unsupportedness, all of the stuff that we experience in that moment. So ask yourself, have you been focusing externally and not internally? And then make the choice to turn internally, okay? Take your eyes off the external stuff, the details of the story and the circumstances. Turn inward and ask yourself, what am I busy focusing on? Am I focusing on what I don't want? Why am I focusing on what I do want? And then purposely make the decision Two, focus on what you do want. Make that choice actively and then change your focus. All right. So that is step number two is do not focus externally, but turn the focus inward, internally. Take your eyes off external. Okay. All right. So step number three really is something that's now going to support you to implement step one and two that I just gave you. Into your life, to really make it a way of life and to accelerate that transformation that you seek and for you to live your best life possible in that area of your life. And that is you need to put daily practices in place that support that. All right. So what does that look like? Using the same example we've been busy with is if you want to ensure, for instance, that you Don't continue to forget who you are in the area of finances and you want to ensure that you're not letting your mind run where you're focusing on the external and focusing on what you don't want instead of focusing inward and focusing on what you do want. How do you now begin to train yourself to do that? Because here's the thing, life happens, right? Okay, we wake up in the morning and we're all positive and we're purposely doing the stuff that I just spoke about, focusing inward instead of outward and remembering who I am. And lo and behold, something goes wrong an hour later, and we're right back to where we always were, okay, or where we were before. And especially in the beginning, when you're still learning to live more consciously and self-aware, is because remember one thing, guys: your mind has been on default. It's been doing what it's been doing for however many years you've been on this planet already. So it really is a matter of retraining it and. You decide how fast that's going to happen. If you're just going to do this once a day and then allow the rest of your day to run its course and do its own thing and for your mind to think whatever the heck it wants for the rest of the day, then you're going to take a heck of a lot longer to transform your life or that area of your life. But if you purposely make the decision today, I want change in this area of my life, and you go ahead and you implement what I'm about to teach you, you're going to accelerate that process that much faster. And your shifts that you're going to have are going to not just be small shifts, they will be massive leaps and jumps to the life you actually do want and the things you actually do want. So how that would look, for instance, is one of the things I tell all of my clients to do is put hourly reminders on your phone, all right? In other words, what those hourly reminders will look like is every hour you're going to have a notification pop up on your phone that literally just says things like, you are not a limited human being. You're a powerful spiritual being. Okay, so that's reminding you of that in that instant. Or it's a reminder that pops up on an hourly basis that just says to you, what are you busy thinking about and focusing on? Because that's going to remind you to stop, to pause, okay? Literally turn inward, and ask yourself, where is my focus right now? What is my mind busy thinking? And then make the decision to take the focus off of that and focus back on what you do want, and focus on the internal instead of the external, and letting your mind run amok and be a drama queen. Okay? Because your mind is a drama queen, loves inflating stuff. The more you leave it to run with it. Okay? So, here's the beauty of doing these hourly reminders. Is what I've found in my life, for instance, is whenever I set these hourly reminders. It feels like divine guidance because they literally pop up exactly at the moment when I need them. Okay. In other words, I've just had an experience where someone really pees me off or I'm about to go into fear or anxiety or stress or anger or whatever about this thing that just happened and then that reminder will pop up and say to me, you're not a limited human being. You're a powerful spiritual being. And it reminds me, okay, stop focusing externally on what just happened here. Turn inward and decide what you want to focus on here, right? So they really become like little guides, all right? They just pop up at the exact right time. And the beauty is it is now consciously and actively on a regular basis throughout your day, no matter what happens, retraining your mind to a new way of doing things and a new way of thinking and helping you to become more consciously aware of it. And the more you do this, guys, like I don't have my hourly reminders. I have different hourly reminders. Now, I literally have stuff that just reminds me to smile. (laughs) But, you know, the more you do this, what's happening now is because now that is my default way of how I've reprogrammed my mind is, don't get me wrong, stuff's still going to happen. Life will still happen around us, okay, because unfortunately how we learn as human beings is through experience. We're here to learn. Um, this entire experience we're having here on earth is really one big classroom, and it's assignments that we have to help us learn, grow, heal, and evolve while we are here. But even when experiences are happening, people, people don't change, for instance. It's, it's not like the people who I deal with have changed. Like I still get people who want to treat me like I'm worth nothing or who want to do me in or who are nasty to me. All of that stuff still happens. But my experience with it is a whole lot different, firstly. And secondly, I don't stay in those bad feelings anymore because I've reprogrammed my mind so much that in that instant, I might still all of a sudden, you know, in that moment, go back to default, old Mickey, pre-conscious living Mickey, the old one, that would immediately go into victim mode, feeling sorry for myself and hating other human beings, thinking they're horrible. But my mind will still go back to that for one second or two seconds. But almost instantly, consciousness pops up and reminds me of my new way of doing things. So immediately that situation transforms because my consciousness and my mind is now so trained to do it that it's literally a second and then it ticks over and I can move on. Okay, So then it becomes really exciting. But you're retraining your mind. So put reminders on your phone. That's one of the daily intentional practices that you can put in place to really accelerate the transformation that you want and retrain your mind to be able to assist you in doing that. Another thing that is still one of my daily practices that I do every single day is what I call evening reflection. Now, how evening reflection works, guys, is even when you've got your hourly reminders on your phone, you know, life is still going to happen, all right? Sometimes the reminder will pop up, and because you're in a state of fear or stress or anxiety or anger or whatever it is that in that moment, you see it, but you don't pay attention to it, so you just kind of stay in that space. So daily reflection at the end of your day is really important because here's the thing. What you're going to do in daily reflection as a practice, a daily practice, is at night before you go to bed is to just reflect on your day, reflect on the things that have happened, what you've experienced, how you experienced them. In other words, this was not a nice experience. This didn't feel good. Oh my goodness, there I lost it. I got angry. Here I went into fear again. There I tried to control things myself again or manipulate the outcome somehow, Um, but really become aware, observe your day reflect on it and see what happened and with whatever happened in your day you write that down for yourself and you look at those experiences and you ask yourself those first two questions okay in this experience that I had where in this experience did I forget who I am all right in this experience Where or how was I focusing externally instead of focusing internally? In other words, where was I focusing on what they said, what they did, what happened, the circumstances of the story versus how does this feel inside me? How do I want to feel? And focusing on that. Okay, so by doing daily reflection, again, you're firstly training your mind to start doing things a new way. And the beauty of it is you are on a daily basis processing the stuff that has happened through your day. Right, And you're actually helping yourself to grow, shift, change and propel forward by reflecting on those things and immediately transforming them, changing your perspective and choosing to do them differently. Now, I often tell people, do you eat every single day of your life and do you shower or bath every day of your life? And most people will say yes, right? So here's the thing, guys, why are we not feeding our mind and our internal selves And cleansing our internal selves daily. And that is really what reflecting is about. Is feeding your mind, in other words, focusing on the stuff you do want, all right? And cleansing yourself of the experiences you've had today so that that yucky, bad, low vibrational energy of the stuff that you don't want more of or attract more of into your life gets processed straight away, same day, flipped around, new perspective, focus changed in an instant So that it doesn't go with you to tomorrow. So it doesn't gather more momentum, if I can put it that way. So daily reflection really is a very, very important part of my daily practices and that I tell all of my clients to implement as well because it really does help your journey to propel forward a lot faster, and it accelerates that transformation and change that you're seeking, all right, and to program your mind or reprogram your mind according to this new way of looking at things, experiencing things, and living life, okay, it really is a lifestyle. And then there's other small things you can do, guys, and here you get to play a little bit, and you can decide for yourself which daily practices you want to put in place, but I want you to really focus on what is the stuff that makes you feel good. In other words, the things you do want, okay, you want those things because they make you feel a certain way. You, they're gonna make you feel happy, they're gonna make you feel um, valued, they're gonna make you feel supported, they're gonna make you feel free, whatever it is you're looking for, secure, all of that stuff. Liked, love. You you make the list for yourself. But how is it that you wanna feel? Okay, and here's what I want you to do. Is find things that you love doing stuff that lights you up okay that puts you in a happy high vibe energetic place in other words the opposite of the feelings i explained earlier on that don't feel so lekker inside of you but really make you feel good okay and i want you to really on a daily basis make time to do at least minimum one of those things per day for at least an hour in other words Basic things, if what lights you up and makes you feel joy and happiness and good, just all over good, is to connect with someone over coffee and really have a nice, deep, warm chat with someone, then do that at least once a day. If it's just connecting with someone on a one-on-one basis, pick up the phone and phone them, don't WhatsApp them, pick up someone, connect with them, Okay, phone them straight away if that's what makes you feel good. Right, or it puts you in a good feeling space. If you love music or a particular type of music or even a specific song, put that thing up as loud as you possibly can, dance and sing right along with it. Just get into that space of this lights you up and you're feeling good. So go and really investigate what is it that when you're doing this thing, you're lighting up and you feel good, and implement that into your daily schedule to do at least once a day. And try to do that for at least an hour a day. It doesn't have to be a solid hour. It can be smaller. It can be 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, or 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there. But try and work at least an hour of that stuff into your day. All right. And a lot of people will tell me that, okay, Mickey, you don't understand my schedule. Um, I have a really hectic life. I already don't even have time for anything. And here's the thing, guys, is life and this world, I just explained to you that thoughts are creating feelings, and feelings are energy, and that is what you're attracting. Whatever energy you're vibrating at is what you're attracting more of into your life. And the reason my life used to suck, and I was having those experiences over and over and over again, on repeat, just with different people in different ways, is that was literally life reflecting back to me the energetic frequency that I was vibrating at. All right, so let me explain what I mean by that is because I was the kind of person, although I had a good heart and I really wanted to help people, but because I would always put other people's needs ahead of my own. Like very often, guys, and, and there's testimonials along these lines from other people that I have helped and worked with on my, on my journey before, but they literally say these words, Mickey will even, will, doesn't matter what's happening in her life, even when she's got Heavy, hectic, bad stuff happening in her own life. She'll drop it all to be there for you, all right? Which sounds like a noble and a nice thing to do, but the message I was sending out, the vibration I was sending out to this universe is a message of I don't matter, all right? My needs don't matter. My value doesn't matter. I don't have value. Other people are more valuable than me. And that is why I kept attracting more of those experiences because that was the the vibrational energy that I was vibrating at, okay? Those were my beliefs, those were my thoughts, so that is what had to keep showing up. And I couldn't have become consciously aware of that stuff if I didn't implement these three steps, if I didn't, because here's the thing, if I think back now, now that I'm living more consciously aware, is although I would... In an instant, drop everything that's happening in my life, even if I'm having a crisis of my own or not a good experience of my own at that stage. Drop everything and then help somebody else. I would always end up feeling hurt or having some form of resentment or feeling like I don't matter because my stuff wasn't taken care of or because once they didn't need me anymore and they've healed and their their lives have now carried on and they're feeling great. I would feel like I was used, all right, because when they needed me, they were there. But once they didn't need me anymore, they disappeared. So it really created very negative energies on a very subconscious level with me. It wasn't even conscious things that I was aware of. And I really needed to, you know, remember who I am. And part of who I am is that I am. I have value, right? I have a journey and a purpose while I'm here. So I needed to firstly remember who I am, all right? Secondly, choose to actively stop focusing on the external and turn inward, all right? Um, Which also equated to me looking at what my needs were. What do I need? I need to take care of me, me too, you know what I'm saying. In other words, process my stuff and focus on the stuff that I want to focus on as well. But... The most important one was also to then put daily practices in place. And I'm quite selfish with my daily practices, guys. That is my self-care, my self-love that I implement every day. It's not a selfish choice. It really is a very self-honoring one, is to spend my first hour of my day sewing into me, my intention for the day, upping my vibration, looking at where my thoughts are at, and at the end of the day, reflecting on the day I've had, turning inward, working on me, making sure that I am busy focusing on the life I do want to create so that that is what I end up experiencing so that I can live my best life possible. In other words, like I said at the beginning of this episode, equating to a life where I really feel the life I'm living right now is one of clarity, of purpose, of freedom, of happiness, of joy, of love, of everything that I've always been looking externally to fulfill myself with that I now, by the way, in spite of anything that is happening externally, get to experience internally every single moment of my life. So I really hope this has helped you. Uh, Sorry, just on step three, by the way, what I want you to do is to go write down at least four or five actionable ways, things that you can implement straight away, all right? that you can use as daily practices to help you to implement step one and two and really get into a space of feeling happy and lit up, all right? In joy, in gratitude, all of that stuff, all right? So just to recap on the three steps, guys, step one is you've got to remember who you are in that area of your life that you wish to transform or that you want to change, all right? So remember who you are and change your perspective on that thing once you remember who you are. Step two is to stop focusing externally and focus internally to ask yourself what you're busy focusing on and to then purposely make the choice to change your focus and put it on the stuff you do want, all right? Instead of the stuff you don't want and to rather focus internally instead of putting your focus on the external, right? And then step number three is find daily practices you can put in place to help you to remember who you are, to help you to continue to focus internally instead of externally, right, purposely change your focus, and also that puts you in an energetic space of feeling happy, not having negative, low vibrational feelings. In other words, becoming more self-aware of how you feel and what you choose. All right. So those are the three steps, guys, that if I had to take everything that I do with my clients and my entire 12 week life transformation program, that is my signature program that I have on offer is that is the three things that all of that stuff revolves around is really these three things and these three steps. And if you can just implement these three, you're going to experience massive transformation in your life. All right. And you're really going to begin to live your best life possible and have the most amazing life and experience in that area of your life that is probably what you've always wanted and have never known how to do. But this is going to be the catalyst to it. So it's worthwhile implementing these three steps, not just to that area of your life, but to your life in general as a whole, All right, for you to live your best life possible because you deserve that you're worthy of that and I know that you want that so I trust this has helped you guys and that it has served you I'd love to hear some of your aha moments that you had during this episode any takeaways that you had um, how are you going to go and implement this into your life right now into that situation or that area of your life that you have been wanting to and desiring to change and Also, do let me know how that area of your life has begun to transform once you began to implement this, right? So I'd love to hear back from you guys. If you're new to this podcast, please do go and subscribe to it, rate it, and review it. That really is the only way that I get to grow it and really reach my vision with this podcast channel, which is to help serve and reach as many people as I possibly can to do just that. Live their absolute best lives possible. So please do go and subscribe, review and rate this podcast channel. And if this episode helped you and you feel there's somebody else that it would help as well, please do share it with them. Please let me know that you are listening to this. Take screenshots of this podcast while you're listening to it. Um, Tag me in it on Instagram or Facebook. I have left my Instagram handle and my Facebook page Details for you in the show notes as well i'd love to hear from you and share your journey some more over there as well but i'd like to thank you for joining me today on food for thoughts and as always guys i 'm playing out with one of my favorite songs or just a song that has some meaning to me and just by the way guys, music for me is one of my daily practices, which is why I have such a love for music and decided to also share a song with you at the end of each episode. But I'm playing out with just one of my favorites again today. Hope you enjoy it. And if you would like to dive a little bit deeper into actionable steps on these three steps that I just gave you today, in other words, the meat behind it, the other things that you can do, going deeper, diving a little deeper into this to really live your best life possible, do go and check out my Ultimate Life Transformation Program. It is on my website on MickeyRuthman.com. And I'm actually going to be doing something really exciting. Wait, hang on. This is only, oh, my team's going to kill me, but this is only supposed to launch in a couple of days. But here's what I'm going to do. If you drop an email, okay, drop an email to my team at admin at MickeyRuthman.com. I'll put that for you in the show notes as well. And you quote food for thought, in that email, what I'm going to do is I will actually have my team set up a 10-minute discovery call with you where I will share with you something that I am launching very soon, Okay, as in literally within the next week, that is a very limited access, it's, it's full access to me where I'm going to be taking a journey with you literally on a daily basis to help you to implement all of this stuff into your life and really create a massive shift and change for you to live your best life possible. So if you're keen for that, if you're ready for that, if you're all in, just drop an email to my team. Just say, I'm in. um, And, you know, use use the code word, food for thought. They'll know that it's, I'll I'll let them know that it's from this podcast episode. And they will get back to you. Set up a one-on-one call with me. 10-minute discovery call, and I will tell you exactly what this thing, this special, awesome, great, can't-wait-for thing that I'm launching in the next week is all about and give you the opportunity to join that as well. So thank you guys once again for joining me. Have a fantastic and awesome week and live your best life possible after doing all of these things. And I'd love to see you again on the next episode of Food for Thought next week.
0: They say life is a battlefield. I say bring it on. If you wanna know how I feel, live it till it's gone. I'm just saying that what don't kill only makes you strong. If you don't recognize what is real, then forever. doing the same old thing and you expecting change well is that really insanity or just a loser's game i only trust in the things i feel some may say that's strange you better recognize what it